Peter Cochran right now. This is a weekly podcast all about the best town in the world, Cochran, Alberta. As always, my name's Eric Ruddle, here with Lauren Meister. And Lauren, some good news. Rush hour is a thing of the past in Cochrane. We will never have to wait in line or be stuck anywhere in town. Breaking. Breaking news. Never. (laughs) Just because there's one new addition to the temporary traffic circle. So we actually haven't tested this theory, though, yet, because it just opened. The new road opened this morning. So we don't actually know what it's going to be like during rush hour later on today just yet. We lost a set of lights. So that set of lights, I think, was what broke everything. Now, everyone's just like free-flowing. We've all had like three months to figure out a traffic circle. Mm -hmm. We all know what's going on. I've only almost died like six times this week. Yeah, I'm sideswiping me. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's getting better. And uh, truly, I think this is going to fix a lot of problems. I was coming down. My kids had sports last night, so I was going down to the SLS Center from Sunset. I I saw that line. I was like... Tomorrow, this is a thing of a past. That's going to be a no longer thing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm interested to see if it actually makes a difference. Um, I do know that the traffic circle situation in Cochrane, people are still kind of getting the hang of it. I honestly think it's because we have so many new people coming to town all the time that the people who already live in Cochrane, we've already mastered the traffic circles. Because anybody who lives on the south side of Cochrane, we know that we have to go through like 15 circles all the time to get through (laughs) every day. But uh, it's the people on the other side of the town and all the new residents were like, whoa, we got a new traffic circle. What do I do here? So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think like here in Cochrane, we are the nicest people on the planet, right? So going to a four-way stop can be a little bit complicated. Everybody's like, no, you go. No, you go. Same thing with the traffic circle. I feel like people want to like let people in Mm. instead of going. So maybe it's just that we're too nice. Unless you get the guy with the big monster truck. Then he's just giving up. He's (laughs) He's going, going, man. But it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Friday rush hour is not usually that bad. But Monday on... May and everybody's going to figure it out. No more rush hour in Cochrane. Well, yeah, we'll see. Sweet. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, especially now that everything's starting to get a little bit back to normal. Uh, we learned most of the, most of the path, pathways are reopened in town after like yes. a little bit of a, a leak somewhere. Just right? a small smidgen, a little bit of a leak here yeah. in Cochrane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you know, because mm. you were actually off work. Yes. Uh, probably the biggest news story that has hit Cochrane in, I've lived in Cochrane for over 10 years mm. and yeah, I feel like this is probably the biggest overall news story that has hit this town. And, uh, Thanks for your help for all of that, by the way. Probably the the first state of emergency since the flood. Since the floods of 2013. So 10 years. Yeah. And I was sitting at home, baby. I was just on a staycation. And uh, we all got the same, like our phones were like, boo doo boo doo boo And this was, what, Saturday? It was Saturday night. Yeah. And I was kind of running around from like kids hockey games to my daughter was having a sleepover and I was dropping things off at the sleepover and all over the place. And my phone was going nuts. And I was like, I went home, wrote the story up real, real quick. And uh, anyway, everything just like went nutty from there. So that was Saturday night. 
I think I wrote three stories that evening. Nice. Sunday, my goodness, nonstop updates. And I mean, I'm just speaking from a, the reporter stance yeah, of me. So I can't even imagine, you know, all the people who are actually doing, you know, real work, like yeah. the, the town staff and the people physically trying to fix the, the wastewater leak and whatnot. But um, yeah, so it was just Noel and I here at Cochrane now pushing out all of this information <laughs> the whole time. You were off yes. uh, for what, a week and a half. And yeah. Noel and I were just just laughing, thinking, yeah, you're probably at home playing video games. Oh, yeah, it was great. Spider-Man 2 came out. I, I powered <laughs> through it. But uh, it was really interesting not to be in here to get, like, the newsy side of things. Because, yeah, I was just an everyday person. As soon as you were told, don't have a shower, that's when you're like, oh, man. I need a shower right now. Uh, or, yeah. oh man, I, I really need to wash all my socks. I really wish I could. Right? right? Yeah. So it was just so, so interesting. Uh, did you buy any bottles of water? Yeah, yeah. Bought a few. Not Like, not a ton. Like, a couple, like, you know, flats of, yeah. you know, bottled water. Like, not not anything crazy obviously like we didn't lose water at our house um went a couple days without showering so nice. same thing felt a little yeah. you know a little but you weren't here it was just noel and i i work over here he works over there kind <laughs> no of, one could it tell. worked it probably in that sense it worked out i wasn't really working closely with anyone yeah. um but yeah watching the laundry pile grow every mm. single day i do laundry every day at my house um uh, because i actually it's probably one of my favorite household chores oh. no i actually I actually like laundry. I like oh. I like seeing the laundry baskets empty. No, I do because it's it's an easy chore. You're not actually doing anything. The machines wow. do, do everything. I have the house to come to for you. <laughs> I don't want to do other people's laundry, oh. but I it's a it's a routine. I walk oh. in the door, I throw laundry in, I just get her done because I don't like a pile of laundry. So not being able to do laundry for a couple of days, let me imagine. tell you. It was very, very difficult. And same with not doing dishes for a couple of days. That was difficult. Oh, yeah. We loaded our dishwasher and then just like let it sit, right? Dirty dishes. The kids are are trained to be like, oh, if there's no dishes in here, I'm going to open the dishwasher. Well, you'd open it and be like, oh, the smell would get you. And it's just like. Everyone was being like, hey, could we just turn it on? It's just one load. It's just one shower. But we yeah. held. We we did. I followed the rules. I followed the rules because, yeah. You'd, also, you'd hate to be in the middle of the shower, and that's just when it's like, boop. No more water for you. Well, and I think that was a lot of people's <laughs> concerns because, you know, we just didn't know, exactly. right? You heard about people learning that their water was turned off yeah. because they got a knock on their door. Yeah. So no one really knew kind of in the early days there whether or not that was going to happen. Uh, thankfully, very few residents actually lost water. But it was cool to see, like, how innovative people were mm-hmm. um, grabbing snow and boiling yeah. snow, even people baking with with boiled snow and stuff. Did you guys do anything cool like that? No. It was like... <laughs> just hey kids we're not gonna have baths oh yay right like (laughs) all right and uh yeah honestly it it was pretty easy but just because i wasn't working right yeah i was just hanging out so you were fine with being kind of stinky there for a couple days i wasn't showering anyway but it's (laughs) it's crazy to see how long lasting this has been because to a lot of people oh they fixed it they fixed the pipe you can use water again okay it's over yeah if you look at riverfront park She's not over yet. Oh, there's still a lot of things happening over there. Mm. I mean, Riverfront Park itself is still closed. Uh, There's construction vehicles there. The pathway right there is still shut down. Mm. So lots happening. Do you think there will be any upgrades to Riverfront Park? Like that park, the playgrounds, 
it's okay. It's a mid-tier playground here in town, I'd say. No. It just depends. Uh, my kids really liked it when they were a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just depends on, and it's great for fire pits and great yes. for picnics, that kind of stuff. But as far as the playground, yeah, it's not like, it doesn't have the high, you know, monkey bars, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's more natural. Um, upgrades. Yeah. I don't know if the playground was damaged though. So I don't, I don't all I see is so many workers and yeah. vehicles over there. That is as much as I I don't know. It. I don't, as far as I know, things weren't damaged unless, Unless they were damaged yeah, from the leakage yeah. situation. And everything was natural there. So maybe the seepage and the, the leakage. Seepage. And I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. I haven't been over there. It was almost nice that the water issue took the the spotlight away from the other issue, which was seepage into That's the river. That's a really river. gross word. Like, the pathways are open. Like, if you go too close to the river and you know how some of the rocks, like, is are you going to find a surprise down there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, and like, no. especially now with, because right when this happened, we were under a snowfall warning. So was there enough snow to kind of lock things down? Or, you know, like how sometimes people don't pick up after their dogs and there's a snowfall. So it's, you find it in the spring. Like, is it going to be the spring melting <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna, a Cochran uh, surprise. Let's move oh my on. goodness. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping with the higher spring water levels it'll help push Great. things to Calgary. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Go down to Calgary, so that'll be the thing. If you see something just like boop off to Calgary you go. Gross. Yeah. Uh, Switching topics here. <laughs> Don't have a smooth transition for this one, but uh, it's pretty cool. The amazing athletes we have here mm-hmm. in Cochrane. One of them, Cody Madchuk. So he is X game medalist. He is. Uh, he was at the Stampede doing flipty flips yes. on his on his motocross bike. He was. He does like wingsuiting, and I know it's shocking. But he hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a shocker. And he, he, it's very low risk yeah. sports that he does. Yeah. So why are you still picturing the river, eh? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was actually crazy because we saw a video of him uh, performing down in the States and he was on his motocross bike, takes a jump, he lands, and he doesn't land on his seat. He landed on his tire and the tire sucked him up it's kind of like a treadmill he kind of got sucked between his tire and like the fender of the top of the bike and sucked right underneath there and he broke his back he broke his back which is like when you hear that you think oh my goodness like you're done like you're not riding again um, but six he, weeks later, six weeks in one day, oh, six weeks, one day <laughs> he was back on his motocross bike. Uh, we, we got to talk to him and he's like, oh yeah, I couldn't do much. Like I had to do lame sports like golf. Yeah. Like <laughs> the old, yeah, I could, I couldn't do anything extreme. Uh, the only thing that didn't hurt my back was golfing golf. because of the, 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 the rotation. <laughs> it didn't hurt my back. And you and I are like, I get sore from golfing. <laughs> exactly. If, <laughs> if I broke my back, I, I like It'd just be over. I'd never be walking again. It just, I'd always complain. You'd be so annoyed. But he is a, a trooper. And it was really cool talking to him because athletes like that are go, 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 go. So yes. when you are forced to stop, he said, you, you have to get in the right mind space. And honestly, yeah. if if your kids ever got hurt or maybe you have an athlete in your life, Cody said he'd be down to ch- chat with them and how he 
persevere through it. And I think that's really, really cool. It was pretty cool because, yeah, he just said that, yeah, like obviously in the moment he was, it was really overwhelming thinking about the recovery process. But he just, he made the small goals. He was thinking about it one day at a time. And he obviously, he worked with different um, people to, to work towards that recovery process and whatnot. But uh, just doing all of that and the great, like having the right mindset, that's kind of what set him on the right path. But yeah. six weeks and a day. And then he was performing at Monster Jam in Vancouver. Like, isn't that crazy? He had tire marks embedded in his back. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And yeah, it's just six weeks. He, sh- he should get that tattooed on his back. <laughs> down his back. Yeah, like just to, to remember that. <laughs> and of course, uh, it's just past Halloween now, which means we are in the Remembrance Day stretch. Uh, a ton of volunteers, a ton of veterans, all about Cochrane. But uh, it's, it's really cool to see the advancements in poppies here in town because we ran into some ladies at Walmart, actually, and they were selling like accessories for your poppy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So not only can you get your poppy, you can also yeah. get like the fancy poppy pin, which they informed us that, yes, there's been poppy pins mm. that you can put in your poppy to keep your poppy on. That's been around for a few years, but they have now perfected the poppy pin. So like this baby's not coming off. Like this thing's stuck on there, you know, as long as you want it stuck on there, which is really, really cool. But you can also get different types of poppy pins to put onto your uh, shirt or your jacket. You can also get wristbands. And there's even a First Nations poppy pin oh, as cool. well, which was really cool. It's got like an Anukshuk and some feathers on it. Mm. And uh, so just tons of different options and ways to support the Legion. But then you blew my mind this morning <laughs> with the poppy. Yes. Yeah, so there is a way you can actually scan your poppy and every poppy has a story behind it, apparently. So this one is called poppystories.ca. It's just a website you open up on your phone and it just says scan it. So you point it at your chest or wherever you have your poppy and it will tell you a story of a veteran, whether so cool. uh, it's somebody who uh, fought in the past or maybe a current veteran. But it's not just like a simple like, oh, this person did this. No, like it's a full oh. story of their life and their families, their friends, where they fought, what they did. And honestly, it is just like good on the Legion because this yes. will bring in a whole nother generation into the education part yeah. of Yeah. Oh, totally. And you can just learn about different Canadians, mm-hmm. different people of the history, right? Yeah. So I, such a cool idea. And also, how did they do that? How <laughs> no. can they do that? Like, what does it scan? The wrinkles? Like, are every poppy different in some way? I don't know. It's kind of like your your fingerprint. Yeah, there right? you go. Snowflake poppies, you know? Yes. Like they're all different in slightly different I ways. Don't, that's so cool. It is very so cool. cool. And I want, like, Cochrane, we are one of the best communities for a, a Remembrance Day ceremony. I've really found that our ceremony that we hold, hold here in Cochrane is very, very well done. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. They, you know, cater to, to everyone of all ages and it, it's pretty cool. And it's, it's pretty cool too because every year they, well, they kind of have switched it up. They used to do a march down the hill mm-hmm. from Cochrane High. I'm not sure if they do that if they if they are doing that or not this year but um and it's cool too because kids from different schools are always involved too so they're bringing the the younger generation to be involved as well yeah and seeing what the schools are do- doing like i know my kids they're learning songs and all that stuff so it's very uh Important and cool that they keep this going for new generations and keep evolving like yeah. our super fancy poppies that it's- you can scan Totally. Anything to kind of keep the younger generation engaged, right? Yeah. So uh, that's everything going on in Cochrane right now. You can grab this podcast on all your favorite services. And until next week, talk to you again soon. Yeah.